0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So we weren't here last week on the podcast because it was... A rough week, <laughs> and we're going to talk about that today. Last week, uh, instead of putting out the podcast, I was out there bringing my firstborn to college, and I wanted to do this episode today, uh, called "From Homeschool to College," to really talk about some of the nitty-gritty stuff, some of the real deal stuff, and a lot of stuff I didn't real, I wasn't really prepared for. It's a really, really, really good thing right now. But there's also a lot of hard and difficult stuff, and I wasn't prepared for it. I also have been really rethinking my perspective a bit. I mean, there's nothing recently that I can think of that would have changed my perspective like dropping off my firstborn at college. It's really actually um, helping me on my quest to live more simply, even more. Because I feel like dropping your newborn off at college to just start this whole new chapter in your life really puts things into perspective to help you focus on what's truly important. And I learned a lot of lessons. I'm still learning a lot of lessons, and I know I'm still going to be learning a lot of lessons. But I wanted to share today with you guys because I like to keep it real. I like to keep it authentic. Perhaps there's some people out there going through this very thing. Group hug to all you college-bound um mothers, you know, of college bound kids, or if you're going to be going through this someday, I really hope to talk about this today to encourage you or to prepare you for what's ahead. Um, And you know, whether you are a homeschool mom or not, dropping off your child at college is is I want to say difficult, but it's also wonderful, like there's a million things all wrapped up into one. So we're going to talk about all that stuff in just a minute. Before we start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is one of our very favorite Christian publishing companies. They always have great um, resources for the homeschooling family, or even if you're not a homeschooling family, there's so many encouraging resources over there. Go check out Apologia.com. We have used their homeschooling curriculum forever, and we've never been disappointed. Um, I also want to tell you some really exciting news. So speaking here today as a real deal, like honestly, I feel like I'm just sitting with my girlfriends today. So get your coffee or if you're washing dishes or if you're driving in the car. I know so many of you write me and tell me that you listen when you're cleaning or you're cooking dinner and I love it. Um, So I feel like I'm just talking to my girlfriends today and I wanted to tell you about a new um, exciting part of Simply Living for Him that's going to help me to connect with you guys in a real way. You know, you know that I am a big proponent of women linking arms together, homeschooling moms linking arms together. And over the years, I have had so many people, you know, after conventions I get to talk with. That's one of my greatest joys in this ministry is after I speak, I often meet with families, you know, quickly after the convention because it's always so busy but I love that one-on-one time to ask questions pray with people you know listen to their stories I want to hear other people's stories and you know it's just a wonderful time I also get so many emails asking me questions about homeschooling and advice and prayer requests and we've determined a new way now that I can um, be there for you in a more relational way and that is the Simply Living for Him is now going to be offering a personal consulting homeschool consulting and mentorship program so what that will be we're opening it up really soon I am actually going to be opening up the appointment book to um take on this new role as a homeschool consultant and mentor we're going to be offering different packages where you can sign up for maybe just a one-time meeting or maybe you would like somebody that you know you could talk to weekly or monthly or whatever it is it'll be completely personalized i know now that i've graduated one looking back oh, how I wish in those early years I had somebody who had walked this journey already, that I could have picked their brain. They could have sat with me and looked through the curriculum catalogs. They could have prayed with me. They could have held me accountable. And I really feel like God is leading me to this, that I can now be that person for others. And, you know, homeschool consulting for a lot of people might look like, you know, hiring somebody to put together a plan for you that you'll follow. And that's not really what this will be about. This will be more of a biblically based mentorship model where I can certainly help you put together a plan and talk about, you know, curriculum and organizing. But well, as always, for me, we'll get to the heart and I want to point you to Jesus. So... This is opening up really soon, and we will be starting to um, book appointments that will take place either via Skype or phone call, and very exciting, if you are local, there's a possibility I'm going to open up some that we can actually meet in person, and so this, this is how that will work. Maybe you need somebody to hold you accountable. Maybe you need somebody you just want to sit and pick their brain. I want to be that person for you. So there's going to be a lot more on that soon Um, and it's coming at simplylivingforhim.com. We'll be opening it up really soon. So keep checking social media or I will send out an email if you're not signed up for the email list. You'll want to go over to Simply Living for Him and subscribe because I will be opening up that really soon and I am super excited that I could just reach more people that way. So that's coming soon. Also in September September. So many of you have told me you've read Called Home, you've used it in groups for book studies, you have read it more than once, you read it at the beginning of the school year to help you focus, and that is just such a blessing to me. We are putting together a video series of a Called Home Online book study. It's going to be like Called Home 2.0, because now that I have completed this journey with my first, I'm going to go through the book and really dig in to each chapter and expand and just study it. Online, and so you will be able to um, join in that also coming in September. So, a lot of exciting stuff coming on at Simply Living for Him. I'm really excited about all these new endeavors with the ministry. So, let's talk now today about from homeschool to college and the things that I have learned in this past week. Like I said. I'm still going to be learning. This just happened. But I wanted to get on here and really share with you guys, like I said, the real deal nitty gritty stuff. Because a lot of it to me was unexpected. I feel like I was a little bit blindsided. As much as I thought I was prepared, I really wasn't prepared for the amount of grief that I went through, I'm still going through, it is getting a little bit better. But um, there's just so many different facets to this. So I sort of want to break that down. One of the biggest things I want to say too um, is that I have learned this week, where my priorities are, and it's going to actually help my kids that are still here, because I did send one off to college, but I still have three here at home. Um, because I am really just Like, my perspective has changed on this whole homeschooling thing. I guess it's like, you know, now that you get to the end of the journey, you can kind of look back and say, wow, that really didn't matter so much. And that really wasn't as important as I made it. And why was I so focused on that thing? So there's a lot of that, like looking back and just realizing I have an opportunity now to kind of, again, refocus and reshift and get rid of so much in our homeschool that I realize now didn't really matter in the end. And sometimes I was focusing on the wrong thing. So I'm going to talk about all that as well. But let me just give you a... um. A brief little lowdown of what's been going on this past week. You know, this this past summer, I had said on social media before, and when I've talked about, you know, this whole college thing, this past summer was not my favorite summer. I'm just being honest. <laughs> you know, I thought this summer, in my head, I was like, I'm not going to take on a lot of speaking events this year. I'm going to be so focused on her and spending family time. And I'm not doing a Simply Living for Him retreat this summer. And, you know, I had this, like, la-la picture in my head that we were just going to be, like, so relaxed and doing all these wonderful things together and spending all this time together before she went off to school. And while some of that happened, most of the time this summer was incredibly busy because my daughter's schedule was incredibly busy. And so the past four weeks before she was leaving, or I should say six weeks, really, before she was leaving, were, like, jam-packed with different things. And so that was... One facet that was a little hard. But the overall um, thing that was really difficult for me over this summer was that I knew at the end of the summer what was coming. Like it was this thing that was always hanging over me. Like she's going away. This is it. This is the last summer, you know. And she's going to be leaving in August. And as busy, this is where it got weird. As busy as we were at one point, I was so overwhelmed. There was so much going on in our life. It was all good stuff, but it was a lot of stuff. And I was overwhelmed. And I said to Steve, and I said, clear as day, I remember saying to him, I'm so overwhelmed right now. And it's so busy. And I just can't wait until this is all over with, you know, at the end of the summer. But I came to the realization when all that busy, overwhelming stuff was over, it was going to be time for her to leave. So I remember saying, great, I'll have nothing on my calendar in September, but Grace won't be here. And you know what, I'm living that out right now. Like, I knew this was going to happen. And it it is it's like, oh, you know, you you want to get through all this hard stuff. And then At the end, you realize you're just trading it in for something else difficult. But I always felt like I had this like looming thing hanging over me. And part of me wanted it to get here just to get it over with. And part of me never wanted it to get here. So there's a lot of these like dichotomies going on all the time with this whole thing. It's like you're so happy, you're so excited, you're so terrified, you're so scared. So all of that was difficult. And then the past like couple of weeks were a little bit even more trying I would say because we started to get into the last this and the last that and say goodbye to this one and say goodbye to that one and you know it was like she had her last worship um service last week at church the week before she left I should say and she's been on the worship team every single Sunday for as long as I can remember at least a year or more she's maybe missed like two out of all that time and um You know, that last Sunday was really hard. She's up there every Sunday with the same group. They're tight-knit. And just seeing them up there, knowing it's never going to be the same. Sure, she's going to come back on the weekends, hopefully, sometimes. And she'll, you know, be on the worship team when she can. But that that was hard. I sobbed. I sobbed at the end of um, church service. And then the whole week before she was going, um, it was difficult because there was a lot of goodbyes, a lot of like, this is the last this, this is the last that. And I just was like, I want it over with at this point. The anticipation is just too much. I woke up on Monday. She was leaving on Friday. I woke up on Monday and I remember... Um, I opened my eyes and I just had this immediate sense of dread and I didn't even want to get out of bed because I was like, oh, it's here. It's this week. She's leaving this week. And I hated that feeling. And it happened again on Tuesday and I was very down in the dumps and I had to pray and just say, Lord, please. Please not take this situation away because this is the situation we're in. She's going to be going to school, obviously, but help me walk through it. And that's going to be a big theme of this podcast is walking through the feelings. This is so important, I believe, for us, you know, whatever it is, if you're putting somebody off into college, this huge life change, or maybe you're doing another big life change, Instead of trying to make it comfortable, make yourself feel better, fix it, you know, um, like make it go away. Sometimes we just have to walk through it. And I said to the Lord, like, I know that I have to walk through this, but I don't enjoy this sense of dread. Please, Lord, I need your strength to fill me up. And wouldn't you know it, the next day, on Wednesday, I woke up without the sense of dread. So I was very thankful that the Lord was able to show me that he is my strength to get through this. I don't do this in my own strength. And, you know, sometimes I think we have to walk through suffering And number one, if anything good comes out of it, it brings me closer to the Lord. I'm leaning on him and not myself. And so this whole process has been about letting him, um, work in me and really surrendering once again, everything to him. You guys know back when we chose to homeschool, it was an act of surrender. I didn't want to do it. It didn't feel good. And I was terrified. And in many ways, we're at the same point now. I'm like, I don't want to send my baby girl away. What am I thinking? I literally woke up one night and I was thinking, why didn't we do the gap year? Why didn't I just keep her home? Why am I doing this? And I have to constantly remind myself, we are doing this because this is what God has led us to do. People, if you're out there and you have high schoolers, I mean, obviously, even if you don't, but... I remember junior year, we, I just began to pray like never before for this child that Lord, you will lead her. This is all about you. What do you want for her future? And we completely surrendered her future to him. I said to the Lord, if you want her at public college, so be it. If you want her at community college, if you want her at a gap year, you know, staying home, if you want her to go to this Bible college, it is where." I want her is where you want her. Please lead her and I will follow. Very much like the surrender with the homeschool decision back when she was five years old. I didn't want to do this, but I knew that this is where God was leading. And, you know, I, of course, am thrilled with the college choice, her Bible college. It could not be a better place for anyone. I want to go there. (laughs) But, I mean, I watched her chapel service. They have chapel three times a week. I watched it live. They broadcast it. I mean, it is the most Bible-based, caring, just, uh, it's everything. It's like everything I could have imagined for her. I didn't even know it was going to be that good. It's just amazing. So I'm so thrilled for that. So I know without a doubt that this is where God led her. This is a good place for her. So I had to completely surrender that to the Lord and say, look, it may not feel good. Help me to get through the grief. Help me to walk through it. Right. So it would have been very easy for me to say this week, you know what? I changed my mind. You know, just kidding. You're not going. I'm keeping you home. But quite honestly, she is 18 years old. It's time for her to start her life on her own, keeping her home she would still have to grow up, right? So part of the grief is coming from just the fact that this part of our life is over, this homeschooling journey, which has been 13 years, you know, this time of our family, quite frankly, we have loved the teenage years. We love being with our kids. So, I mean, there's a huge hole in our family now that she's gone. So that hurts, and we have to walk through that. And just keeping her home because I want to avoid that pain doesn't really make sense. I want her where God wants her. She is in a spectacular place. I mean, I can't describe it in the proper words. It's just that good. Like, it is everything I could have written down on paper that would have been perfect, that I didn't even know half of the stuff was going to happen. Like, it's just awesome. So, that's all good. Um, so, leading up to it, was a lot of mix of emotions, and I just wanted it over. I have to say on Friday when we dropped her off, the goodbye was not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. Leading up to the goodbye was I cried and sobbed during the parent meeting, and I mostly was tears of joy because these people were telling us how much they love our children, how they're going to be solid in the word of God, you know, how they only want what God wants for them, how they're prayed for. I mean, so part of it was just tears of joy, like, oh my word. The Lord is so good to bring her here. I am so grateful. She has so many opportunities. It's wonderful. And so there was a lot of tears, a lot of tears of joy, but of course mixed in with tears of sorrow. And so when it came time to the actual goodbye, um, you know, you have in your head all these things, what's it going to be like? And I remember people always saying to me, you don't want to let them see you cry. You can't cry. It makes it harder for them. I'm sorry. I mean... I don't, first of all, think I could have like held back the tears. I think it's a very normal thing that a mother cries when she says goodbye to her daughter. And I hugged her and I cried. I didn't like sob or like hold on to her leg and say, no, don't go. (laughs) Maybe don't do that. But I did cry and I, I hugged her real tight and I said to her, these are tears of joy. I'm so happy for you. You know, this is mostly tears of joy. We're going to miss you and I love you, but I'm so happy for you. So it wasn't like, you know, this big boohoo moment or anything. And I didn't try to be anything but what I was in the moment. Like, I, I think it would have been kind of weird if I just hugged her and was like, bye, and then got in the car and sobbed. You know, like, I believe in being real and the tears were real. I'm sorry. So I, I couldn't really go that that way and just not cry in front of her and then it was kind of strange because we left and we um drove home and we stopped to get something to eat on the way home and my boys were even like wow mommy we're we're surprised you're not as broken up as we thought you'd be and I was like no this is good it's a good thing this is going to be fine and we stopped for dinner and we're kind of laughing because we got inside and we're like table for Five, like it was so weird not to say table for six. Lo and behold, they sit us down at a table for six with one empty chair, and (laughs) you know, pour some salt on the wound. But we were cracking up because there's like all of us, and then this empty chair. So you know, the food comes. We're like, Grace, would you like a mozzarella stick (laughs) to the empty chair? You know, just making jokes, kind of making light of it, probably covering up a lot of our you know sadness in the moment. But yet, it didn't feel heavy. It felt really okay. We got home and, you know, everybody was really exhausted and everything went to bed. But I have to tell you, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, Saturday, the grief came and it came strong. And I'm going to share this with you not to be a Debbie Downer, not to discourage you if you're sending one off to college, whether it's now or someday, just to be honest and real because I wasn't prepared for the grief that was going to come. I wasn't prepared because everybody said it's going to be so great and, and, you know, you have to move on and this is a good thing and what your child is doing is what they're supposed to do. And all of that is true. And I believe all of that and I know all of that, but it doesn't discount the fact that I was sad and you have to walk through the grieving process. You know, you don't just walk by her room, see it empty and pretend it doesn't make you sad. And it was odd because like the littlest thing set me off. I I wrote about it, actually. And for me, writing is so therapeutic. I love I just loved that I had my blog and I was able to like put my feelings out there and share them with the with the world. Like I I love that that outlet for me. But I saw her empty plate of macaroni and cheese from the when we had left before And yes, she left it in the sink. And normally I wrote in this blog post, you can go read it, how I would normally be like, who left this plate in the sink? And, you know, it's been sitting here all day. And this time I was just staring at it. And I was like, this is the last thing she did before she left. This is the last thing thing she ate. And so I wrote all about it and all my sappy feelings. But, you know, that was part of the grief. I I had... I, I can't pretend it's not there and I can't make it go away because this is a good thing. Yes, it's a good thing, but on the same s- token, it's a sad thing. And I believe we have to feel all those feelings. I believe that we have to, you know, just walk through each thing. And it's this crazy thing of like one minute I'm over the moon happy for her. And I'm like, this is going to be fine. We're good. The next minute, I'm sobbing. The next minute, I'm worried sick because I haven't heard from her. The next minute, I'm worrying about, will she be able to handle all this schoolwork? The next minute, I'm worrying about, what have we gotten ourselves into? This is a lot of money. <laughs> you know, like, it literally changes from minute to minute. And so even at the time of recording this, by the time I put it out there on Friday, it may be different. You know, there's it's changes Constantly. There's growing pains and I, I know that they're not gonna just go away. Oh, it's been a week, it's all done. This is a whole new stage of life. And see, that's what I wasn't prepared for. I really wasn't prepared um for the whole new stage of life because all along we had said, Well, she's gonna go, it's two hours away. She see the thing is she never wanted to go away to college. Never. And she knows and we know that God changed the plan and led her to this school. It's two hours away. And at the beginning, we said, well, that's fine. If you don't want to go away, you just go to the school and then come home every weekend. And this way, it'll be the best of both worlds. And so in my head for a while, I kind of made it sound like in my head that everything's really going to be the same. She's just going to be gone like during the week, but she'll come home on the weekends. And now that we're in it, I'm like, that is not the case, right? And uh, maybe God, that was the way he dealt with me to get her there. Because if I had known it was going to be like this, maybe I would have <laughs> sent her. But no matter what, like I said, even if she stayed home, this is a new chapter in her life. She's 18. She is no longer under my care as a student. She is an adult. She is not a homeschool student anymore. She is now answering to the college and her professors. No matter what, this has to happen, right? Gap year or not gap year, she's not going to stay the same if I had kept her home. She needs to grow, and I get that. But I don't think I understood the brevity of the, like the heaviness of this situation. Like, That once she was gone, it really hit me that, like, it's going to be different. It's going to be good, different, yes, but it's okay. Like, it's a good thing. This isn't like a tragedy. I know there's people out there that go through tragedies. So I'm not like trying to make this sound worse than it is. But at the same time, there are huge emotions that come with this season. I wrote about this, I think it was on Instagram too. I feel like in most stages of life um with babies or or parenthood you kind of gradually go from season to season from phase to phase like you know when you have a newborn and then all of a sudden you're like wow they're 3 months they're like a real infant now and then all of a sudden they're, you know, rolling over and they, they start to do things a little bit every day and they go from, you know, rolling over to crawling and then, then crawling, they start pulling up and toddling. And then after that, for a few weeks, they start walking just a few steps, but then a little bit more and a little bit more. And now they're running around. And then they gradually go from this baby to this toddler. And then all of a sudden one day they go from toddler. I shouldn't say from one day. I should say over time. They go from toddler to, you know, child. And then this process of them becoming a tween into a teen. Like it's this gradual season of change. However, what I didn't expect was dropping her off at school and coming home. It was abrupt. It was like you just flipped a switch and we went from All her friends here and we had a big goodbye party for her the week before and we were shopping for that and, you know, preparing for that and snapping pictures outside with all her friends and celebrating high school and celebrating graduation to boom, she is out of my home. She's an adult. Like it's this abrupt change of season. It wasn't this gradual getting used to. It happened in an instant. And I think that's the part that I would, as my encouragement or my advice or just being your real, like, you know, friend over here, know that it's going to be a change that's abrupt that way. You know, one minute she's here and and the next she's gone. But know that it's a good thing. You know, never lose fact. Somebody told me, a friend told me this was so wise Don't think of it as something you have to do. You think of it as something that they get to do. I mean, it's a huge blessing. Again, I could could say this all day long. The school she is at is a huge blessing. And I have to continue to keep my focus on this is where God has led her. He is not going to fail her. This is where he wants her. And I'm going to watch it unfold. But at the same time, Lord, I'm having a lot of you know, adjustments, and it's hard, and it's sad, and it's, you know, all these emotions, please help me walk through them. Help me walk through them with your strength, keeping my eyes focused on you. So that's been huge. And the other thing I wanted to address was how this has made me really change my perspective pretty quickly. A lot of times things happen in life where my perspective changes. You know, you have a big tragedy, and all of a sudden you're like, what really matters in life, right? You know, you you start to really just focus on keeping the main thing, the main thing. I always talk about that. You know, the main thing is Jesus. All these other little things are just details in our life. But we really want to stay focused. And, and part of my quest to live more simply is to weed out all the stuff that doesn't matter, whether it's in my homeschool or in my life. I don't know if I'm going to be able to explain this properly in words, if I have even processed it enough in my own brain yet, but I'm going to try. When you get to this point where you now have an adult child and you look back, you realize so much of the stuff that you worried about, that you, you know, um, fretted about, that you spent time on that you invested whatever in doesn't really matter in the end especially with homeschooling I look back and 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 there's certain things I'm like oh I wish I did that a little better you know to prepare her but there's other things where I'm like praise the lord that our focus was on her heart and on her character and on teaching her to love the lord above all I am so thankful for that, because that makes this a hundred million times easier um you know it's just it's just an amazing thing, but there's so many things that all of a sudden, like this this week now with my boys here, it's just my boys and I and we're not starting school till next week. I'm just like, I just want to have fun with them. They're like, Mom, come outside and play with us. I'm like, let's do it. They're like, Mom, let's. Eat. today we we went on an adventure. We went, and we're on a big budget right now. I mean, I'm talking strict. College will do that to you. All of a sudden, it's like we have no money. <laughs> Everything goes to the college. So, you know, I told them we're on this big budget. And we were out, and my one son wanted Icy's and freezies, whatever you call them, where you live, slushies. And uh, he's like, no, that have quick check. They're really cheap. We're like, all right, we'll go on an adventure, like 20, 20 minutes over to the quick check to get like 99 cent ICs. But it was in the budget. And we had fun. And we were just saying, you know, we're going to go on an adventure. So little things like that. I'm really looking at them differently. I'm really like realizing all this is going to come to an end you know for one now i got two more years left for the other i got four the other i've got eight and, uh, is it seven i don't know seven and a half maybe so you know i look at that no eight i'm sorry eight so i look at that and your perspective changes i'm i'm going to i'm going to be different with them i'm like making <laughs> this week i'm like making all the best dinners cuz i'm like you know what I want to really pour into them I want them to like sometimes my focus gets distracted I want to do this thing I want to do that thing you know the ministry often distracts me or just you know worrying about something distracts me you know like whatever it is I really I really am grateful for the gift of realizing how fast it's gonna go so that maybe I can do some things differently And the perspective on living more simply, I mean, I realize uh, I don't need any stuff. These kids following after God, oh, that provides more joy to me than anything. You know, there's a stark contrast. I wrote about it a while back, getting ready to send my daughter um, out to college, and it's called Um, It's on the blog, and I'll link to it if I remember in the uh, podcast episode webpage. I think it's called Redemption. Um, And it's about, you know, I didn't have this experience at all. She's 18, going off to Bible college and about to experience probably the best years of her life. When I was 18, I went off to college and, and I got myself into the worst three years of my life. And when I went off to college, I wasn't a Christian yet. I definitely was not walking with the Lord. I was raised in the church, but I was not walking with the Lord. I was in complete rebellion and complete darkness, and I was a lost soul. And I said to my husband, the night that she went to college, the very next day, they had a college, a Saturday night, they had a college fair. I'm not a college fair, a church fair where all the churches came in the area, and they could visit with them and ask questions and get to know the churches. And the next day, they had choices of which church they wanted to visit, and those churches would provide transportation if they needed, and they could visit churches. This college makes it a priority for the students to plug into church. My first night of college, we had, we had bands come and pick us up to take us to the fraternity parties. I mean, this is a stark contrast. And I am so grateful to god and this is what it's all about to me the academics again i will say this up and down are important but there is nothing more important than seeing my daughter going to this college following after god with her whole heart and that's i'm going to be even more steadfast in these last homeschooling years that i have with the rest keeping god at the center In my home, in my family, getting rid of fluff and clutter and junk and anything that distracts me from raising disciples, from following God as a family, from chasing after Jesus, everything else is just distraction. There's so much. I mean, yes, there are details in life that are important. There's things that our lives are important. The details are important. But you know what I'm saying. There are a lot of things that we let in our lives that just simply don't need to be there. And so I want to get rid of that clutter. I believe this is going to help my homeschool a lot more now that I've got, you know, one off to college because it, it really, it really has retuned my focus on. We don't need to get so caught up and stressed in you know A, B, or C. We need to follow Jesus. We need to follow God. This whole journey is over for her now. I was going through all of our homeschool stuff, cleaning out my homeschool supplies. I call it our homeschool closet. I found all her old assignments, all her old books, her reports, her this, her that. And I realized all the stress I had over choosing this, you know, one curriculum or over the other, whatever it was. It's important in the moment, but it is not that important in the long run. Yes, you want to teach them well. Yes, you want to choose, you know, good curriculum and give them that good academic foundation. But there was things that I way too much stressed about spent way too much time on spent way too much money on probably you know all these things and so I would encourage you think about the fact that this is gonna be over someday I think when we're in the middle of the homeschooling journey we just think it's never gonna end it's forever Think about the fact that it's gonna end someday and how are you gonna feel when it's when it's over? Like did you did you focus on the things that mattered most? And quite frankly, that's really why I'm excited about this homeschool um, consulting and members um, I keep calling it membership, mentorship, consulting and mentorship that I'm starting because my heart is really, really to point other families, other homeschooling moms. I want to link arms with you. I want to be there for you. I want to encourage you when you're getting all wrapped up in the stuff to lay it down at Jesus's feet because these children are ultimately not our own. They're his. And someday, and I'm in that someday right now, it really hits you hard. You don't own these children forever. They're God's children. And if you set that foundation, when they go off, it makes it so much easier. (laughs) But of course, at the same time, harder because you're so close. But it is a beautiful thing in the end. So I'm going to end it with that today. If you guys have any comments or questions or you're in the same boat with me, I want to hear from you. Comment wherever you're seeing this. Please share this one if you have friends that are in the same boat or you know we'll be in the same boat at some point, share this podcast with them. Please share about the homeschool um, consulting and mentorship program that I'm starting up. If you know moms out there, maybe you don't need it. If you know moms out there that need it, send them my way. We're going to have the information up really, really soon over there at simplylivingforhim.com. It should be up if it's not by the time this podcast is up it should be up within days of that so i am really excited to get started with this and um I just can't wait to see how God will use me now, you know, to take these experiences to hopefully encourage others out there. I hope this podcast blessed you in some way. If it did, please leave a um, review or rate the podcast wherever you're listening. That helps me get the message out there to more people. If you want to bring me to your homeschooling event in your whether you have a homeschooling convention in your state or you have a homeschool group, I would love to come out and chat with you guys. Um, I'm booking up events for 2020 for the speaking season so please contact me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com we can completely tailor you know whether it's a four-hour event or a whole day whatever you would like i would love to be able to come and speak with your group thank you again for listening and until the next time i wish you blessings and joy